Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Father God, forgive us of the sins we've done, knowing and unknowingly. Father God, we ask you to be with us today. We thank you for being with us last week. We ask you to help us to find love in our heart. Help us to show that, Father God. Father God, we welcome the Holy Spirit into this podcast. We ask him to pour out his wisdom and knowledge into us. Most of all, Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the memory verse of the week is Romans 8, 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse of the day, Joshua 7 and 7. And Joshua said, Alice, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring these people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Ammonites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Subject, silence, the defeat. Christian truth, so I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm not defeated. I'm not prideful. I am strong. I'm holding on to God. Sometimes when we experience a defeat in life or an upset, most of the time we take the time to figure out what did we do wrong. Some people blame God, but most know what they did wrong. It's almost like a sports team or a boxer, they look at everything they did to lead up to this point of our failure or what caused them to win what caused them not to win sorry and they might realize they didn't train enough in a particular area or they realized they were not as fast as other opponents but wherever it is most of the time they can figure it out what happens in this story is two things joshua men joshua men were unfaithful to god it tells us in that in verse 1. But the Israelites were unfaithful in regard to the devoted things. Achan, son of Carmi, son of Zarmi, son, the son of Zara, and the tribe of Judah took some of them, so the Lord's anger burned against them. See, right here, they were unfaithful. And one person took something they shouldn't. Defeat in any way starts with unfaithfulness. Be it on a diet or not committing enough to do something, and they were unfaithful to God. When we sin against God, we are being unfaithful. When we turn our back on God, we are being unfaithful. When We have to understand that when we build a relationship with God, we have to remain faithful to him, no matter what. But when we allow life and other things to do is take over, we become unfaithful because of this. Verse 3, when, it, when they returned to Joshua, they said, Now all the army will have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it and do not worry the whole army for only a few people live there. See, in verse three, sometimes pride comes when we are unfaithful. We start looking at our own abilities and not the power of God. And many times we experience such a great fall when we have the spirit of pride. When we become so full of pride, we pray, we pray less. We focus on God less because we get so wrapped up in the ideal that we have everything in control when we don't verse 5 who killed about 36 of them they chased the israelites from the city gates as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the slopes at this the heart of the people melted in fear and became like water here comes the defeat when we allow ourselves to get so puffed up and we and one wrong turn will make everything fall apart because pride comes. Pride causes us to fall so hard. It tells us this in Proverbs 11 and 2. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. 
God causes a situation to bring the feet to our door so we can see what path we are going on and causes us to be solid so that we may hear the voice of God. Because as long as we are gloating and boasting, we can't possibly hear God. Defeat brings a humble spirit. Defeat brings silence. Joshua knew God would know. So he went to God crying out saying in, 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 in verse 7 through 8, Joshua said, Alice, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring these people across this Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Pardon your servant, Lord. What can I say now that Israel has been routed by his enemies? When we are defeated, we must bring it to God, bring our emotions, bring our worries to God so that he can see us through it. But what is sad is a lot of people just stick with the defeat. They stay silent about what they are feeling. They rather take the L or take the loss when then to say, Father, what did I do? The Holy Spirit wants us to acknowledge our wrongs and make them right. He wants us to acknowledge him most importantly and come to him and ask him to help us through our moments. Verse 10 through 11, the Lord said to Joshua, stand up. What are you doing down your, on your face? Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant, which I commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen, lied, and put them with their own possessions. God immediately told him what happened and how to handle the defeat. How to stand up and change the course of everything. And the only way to do that is to hear him when he speaks and to let his voice guide you through. Today, don't let defeat stay. Conquer it by allowing God to have control. Conquer it by letting God show you what went wrong. We can't allow the enemy to keep us in this loop of sinful ways. We must escape. And, and the only way to do this is to allow God to show you how to avoid defeat and show you how to wear the armor of God prayer heavenly father we thank you for everything we ask you to help us through our defeat or help us through our pride we help help us to stay focused on you regardless of how we are feeling help us to praise you through the pain lord it's hard to do this when we are so defeated but we ask you right now wherever we are in our walk with you that your walk with us that you sign the light of truth in our path Every day is a new day for us to get it right. Forgive us of the sins we have done. Help us to be connected with you. Help us to stay in you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, silence and defeat. I'm going to pause right here to give everyone a moment to get their Bibles, get a drink of water, wherever you feel you need. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to grab our Bibles and we're going to go to Joshua 7. Um... I think it's best we look at it and go through it as we go through this devotional. So if you got your Bible, go ahead and go to Joshua 7. Um, I'm going to start at verse 1. But Israel violated instructions about the things set apart for the Lord. A man named Achan has stolen some of these delicate, delicate things. So the Lord was very angry with the Angelites. The Achan was the son of Carmi. Descendant of Zarmi, son of Zara of the tribe of Judah. Okay, so right here, Achan was the head of everything. But because Achan was part of them, he did wrong. He everybody else had to suffer. And so this tells us right here that they violated the gift, but the Israel violated the instructions, not gift, but Israel violated instructions about the things set apart for the Lord. And may name Achan. They gave him up right on the jump. This Achan did it. 
Again, is the one that did it. He's the one that, that decided to keep all the precious things that God told them to not keep. So, um, we're going to go on to verse 3. When they returned, they told Joshua, there's no need for all of us to go up there. It won't take more than two or 3,000 men to strike AI, since there are so few of them. Don't make all the people struggle to get up there. See, they got prideful. They they didn't they didn't they they might have stopped talking to God. They might have stopped uh, connecting with Him, and that's what happens when we get prideful. We get so prideful, as the old folks say, you you smell yourself, and you get so prideful that you forget. I need to talk to God today. I need to pray. I need to read my Bible. We all have had these days where we're just having a great day, and we know today is going to be great. So we might skim back on our Bible reading, might skim back on our praise, we might skim back on praying to Him. We start skimming back because we think we have everything under control because today is going to be a good day. And the men right here got so cocky, so prideful. They said, "They said, don't bring too many people. <laughs> little AI, it's not enough people there. Just bring a little people. Just a little amount." We can defeat them. See, pride comes before the fall. And we talked about this in this um, in the devotional. We talked about it on Proverbs 11 and 2, where pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with this humble is, but with the humble is wisdom. When we are prideful, we would literally deal with disgrace. It comes right behind it. It might not come immediately. I have seen people that are so prideful. It takes a while for it to happen. But when it happens, it is, it is a lot. Because God gives us time to figure it out. God gives us time to figure out, okay, we're being prideful. God gives us time to realize, I don't need to do the sin. I, God gives us time to figure out, I need him more than the sin. He gives you time. And sometimes he might even be whispering in your ear saying, okay, Lou, you don't need to do that. Okay, Lou, bring it in. Okay, Lou, you probably need to stop. Like this morning, for instance. I got up, got dressed, put on my shirt, and I raised my arm. It was a shrink. And so I heard the Holy Spirit speak. He said, Lou, do not pull that shrink. And I said, I don't have time. And I did. I was just being lazy. I said, I don't have time. I, I, I just don't want, really want to find no scissors. I just want to go. He's like, get the scissors, Lou. Get the scissors, please. Get the scissors. What did I do? He said, do not pull it. I pulled it. A hole started growing under my under arm of my shirt. I was so upset. It's my favorite shirt. See, it wasn't that I was prideful, wasn't prideful. I was lazy. That's what it was. I was very lazy. I get up about four in the morning. And so I was being lazy, maybe sleepy, but I'm gonna say lazy. I'm just gonna be honest, probably lazy. I didn't feel like looking for the scissors. The scissors is probably right in my drawer if I look for them. But I didn't. But the most important thing is I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit about pulling a string. And so you know what happened? It created a hole. That's the same thing with our spiritual life. When we allow the antics and traps of the enemy to come in and we keep falling into them, a hole creates. And once that hole starts, it keeps going and going and going until you take the time to fix the hole. And so I asked my mother, I said, Mom, can you fix this hole? She's like, yes. What did you do? So I pulled the string. She said, why? And I told her, I said, I was being lazy. She said, okay, I fix it. I just need some needle and thread. And sure, I'm going to have a, a little, little hole, little string majig right there. But 
is fixed, right? But we shouldn't have to wait till something creates a hole in our life that causes a problem for us to realize that we have a problem. We have to start taking the keys in life to realizing that I don't hear him. What did I do? And sometimes I do that. I will feel like a shift. I'm like, okay, what did I do? I immediately stop. I'm like, okay, y'all, give me a minute. I'll be right back. I step to the back. What did I do? Because you feel it. When you start growing in him, you start feeling it. What did I do? What did I say? Because you never want to be so far from God. And no, I'm not saying I'm always not listening. But that particular moment, I didn't listen. But when we have a pattern of not listening, we have a pattern of pridefulness. We have a pattern of doing things that he tells us not to do. We create a hole in our life. So let's look on to this. So verse 6. Joshua and the elders of Israel tore their clothing in dismay, threw dust on their heads, bowed, bowed their face to the ground before the ark of the Lord until evening. And Joshua cried out, O sovereign Lord, why did you bring us across the sovereign Jordan River if you are going to let the Ammonites kill us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side. Lord, what can I say now that Israel has fled from its enemies? For when the Canaanites and all the other people living in the land hear about it, they will surround us and wipe our name off the face of the earth. And then what would happen to the honor of the great name? See, then they went to God. When things got complicated, that's when they went to God. When they lost, because they lost badly. If you go to verse, which I didn't read, verse 5, the AI chased the Israelites from the town gate as far as the quarries, and they killed about 36 who were retreating from the slopes. The Israelites were paralyzed with fear in turn of events, and their courage melt away. See, the courage that they had, the boldness that they have is from God. When we grow in God, we read our word, we pray, we meditate, we grow boldness against the enemy. We grow boldness against things. And we walk with confidence with God. But because that confidence turned into pride, because they was no longer communicating with God, they was no longer doing what they should have been doing. Because if they was doing what they should have been doing, they would have realized Achan had took the devoted things. But they didn't. They didn't. So they went to God, finally. They said, God, what happened? What did we do wrong? And he says, okay, so let me tell you. <laughs> he goes on to say, verse 10, But the Lord said to Joshua, get up. Why are you lying on your face like this? Israel has sinned and broken my covenant. They are stolen some of the things that I commanded, I commanded must be set apart for me. And they have not only stolen them, but they lied about it and hidden the things among their own belongings. This is why the Israelites are running from their enemies in defeat. For now, Israel itself has been set apart for destruction. I will not remain with you any longer unless you destroy the things among you that were set apart for destruction. It says, get up, command the people to purify yourselves in preparation for tomorrow. For this is what the Lord of God says, hidden among you. O Israel, are things set apart. For the Lord, you will never defeat your enemies until you remove these things from you. That's what's going on now in the world. People are taking time to dabble in the flesh. Dabble in things they shouldn't. Keep things they shouldn't. Tarot card reading, crystals, sages. Melling in the, the spirit of perversion. And they not looking at 
These are the things that's keeping you from defeating the traps of the enemy. These are the things that's keeping doors from opening. This is what's keeping you from hearing God's voice. This is what's keeping you from understanding God's word. This is what's keeping you from elevating because you are too busy dabbling. And God says it in his word. He's saying it today. As long as you are dabbling, as long as you are keeping these things in your home and dabbling in the things of the flesh, I will not walk with you. I will continue to give you your space so you can do what you want to do. And you can continue to be defeated. You're going to continue to take the L until you start cleaning out your homes, cleaning out your lives. Some of us can sit here now and say, what do I have in my room? What do I have in my house? What am I doing in my spare time? What am I doing at night? What am I doing when I think that people don't think I'm doing? These are the things that we must look at. Because God wants to set apart, just like those things, he wants to set apart for his will. Not for us to do what we want to do, but for his will. A lot of times, pride comes to show us something's off. This is not normally how I act. This is not normally how I do things. And some people are prideful, but if you're not normally a prideful person, you're not normally a person that goes days without praying and reading your Bible, figure out what's causing you to pull away. Because as we pull away, we begin to communicate with God less. And when we do that, we become weak in the flesh, weak in the in our spiritual walk. But as we talk to him, we pray, we read our word, we grow in our spirit, man. We grow in God. We connect with him. We understand. So, today, don't stay defeated. Don't allow what you're doing in your private time to defeat you. Don't allow... The things of the flesh to defeat you. Don't allow the things that you want to do to defeat you and cause a hole in your relationship with God. Because a lot of us are walking around with holes in our relationship with God. And we keep saying, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I just didn't pray today. I, I just didn't do this today. I didn't do that today. And the more we don't do what we're supposed to do, the more problems we will have. Start examining your heart. Start putting on the full armor of God. Start letting go of the things of the flesh because you cannot dabble in the things of the flesh and stay holy. You can see in this story here, the moment that Achan took those things, he hid it. He caused problems for the whole village, whole tribe. What do you have in your life that's causing you to stop growing? What do you have in your life that's causing you not to elevate? What's causing you not to seek God? Because sin would cause you not to seek God. Sin would cause you not to have the strength to seek God. It will put your fire that you have for God out. Like that. It will go so quickly that you won't realize, realize that it's gone. Ask God to help you examine your heart. Ask God to help you examine your life. Okay. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. The new memory verse is up for today. I don't know if I said that. It's up on the top. Um, remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Please remember to click the like and subscribe button. It is Bible. It is references at the bottom, but um, there's only two because that first one has two or three verses in one. But remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Thank you for listening.